0: It's the Opics Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later. And you stupid to win. Might become an
1: obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock locking iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opics, man. On your way, and the doll hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck in Opics. Welcome to the podcast your host is my dad too stupid to win do you know you listen to a guy who has a vomiting poop emojis that is on fire right and his co-host is a turtle named thank me later these two are crazy they both talk about a bunch of nonsense well enjoy the show this episode is brought to you by the number 19th
2: And welcome to the Epyx Podcast, I Am Too Stupid to Win. Was
1: that live or pre-recorded?
2: That was pre-recorded.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to be impressed.
2: But she did it in one take.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, that was gangster.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's my oldest daughter. She's been bugging me all summer long to do the intro to the podcast, so my wife last week was like just let her do it and then uh, I just couldn't Dude, what
1: are you talking about she's now required to do a new entry every week <laughs> like that entry might make me listen to our podcast
2: <laughs> and she she came up with all of that herself so I said oh well, really yeah like because like we talk, I talked to her about you, and and you know she's watched me play Upland so, and from the early stages, so she knows that you're a turtle, and and we talk about your turtle affection, and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she came up with all that herself, and she's like, I don't understand this Upland nonsense. I'm like, say that too. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that was my oldest, and uh she was excited about that. So I figured you'd get a good chuckle out of that.
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
2: And, and she came up with, uh just randomly, she's like, this episode's sponsored by the number 19. I'm like, what is that? She goes, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I like it. I, I like that. That was one of my favorite. I'm like, damn, 19? What episode are we? We're not 119.
2: No, we are at episode 109.
1: Oh. Well, technically take out the zero. It's 19. There you go.
2: Yeah. She's pretty close. Pretty close. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Nice little coincidence there. So yeah, figured that was something different and maybe she won't bug me. Oh no. She did come up to me tonight as I was setting up. She said, how many listens did you get? Did you get any comments about my intro? I'm like, no, I got to edit everything and get it in and I'll play it tonight. So she'll be interested to, uh, See if this is a mm. more talked about episode. All right,
1: so so I will give. uh wait, wait. Are we? We're not saying her name though, right? No. We'll just say. We'll just say two stupid. Anyway, I will give a hundred thousand Upex to the first person to go rate this podcast and leave a comment saying that they appreciated the intro by Two Stupid's daughter. So the first listener on any just if it's Apple, whatever, just first person to leave a comment and giving a shout out to two stupid stutter, I'll give a hundred thousand up X. Nice.
2: And we'll All right, try. we can All continue right. that. All right, awesome. So I, as I said, welcome to episode 109. The views, information, and opinions expressed on the Upland podcast are solely those of myself and thank me later and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice, and please do your own research first. Uh, this is recorded on December 16th 2021 week before christmas we only got two shows left in this year
1: yeah oh we gotta figure out when we're gonna do those wait uh, uh, oh no it's, it's new year it's thursdays are clear yeah Yep. thursdays it's are like clear christmas eve eve and new year's eve, eve all right yep all right cool
2: yeah we're we're in the clear nice so two more it went by pretty fast
1: Ooh, that means the last one of this year is going to be episode one, one, one.
2: That's correct.
1: Oh, that's pretty fun.
2: Uh, Unless uh, T Davis and B Dag throw one in there. (sighs) This bastard.
1: (laughs) Sure. Six months of not recording anything and they're going to do it. Just mess up the numbers.
2: Yeah. Seems unlikely. They do. uh, They did do one two weeks ago. I mean, they do an episode every week and they stream it live. Um, It just depends on if they record it and, and pop it into the podcast
1: gotcha gotcha
2: to hit out to the other services but yeah now today this episode we do have a lot to talk about we got christmas ornaments coming up we have the bronx release uh, to talk about the nflpa momentum primary market went live today um we'll, we'll discuss that and we do have uh it is the last week before the Upland Fantasy League playoffs, and we'll provide you an update on that. Where do you want to start there? Thank me later.
1: Uh, well, I'll start with the, the Christmas ornaments Is they're top of mind, probably the, the quickest of, of the topics. Uh, just pretty cool. Like, I know we were talking about back in Halloween, like who are they going to get to sponsor, et cetera. I love that, uh, that they uh, did... Uh, this like community. I mean, they've done a couple of like community design process, but I like that they're going to sell it. And then I I read it 70% of the proceeds go to the actual artists, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm super excited. I'm going to register for all of them and buy as many as I humanly can um, is is my plan.
2: So. Yeah, I'm going to register and buy as many as I can. And, And I think years down the road, you know, that it will really play in as everything's developed and the holidays come out and you go retro on them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Cause I mean, imagine, um, if this is the only year that they do community built once, right? Like let's say by the time next year comes around, it's, you know, Upland so big, they have sponsors knocking at the door to do events like this could be the last year, the first and only year that they have like officially, licensed like official like upland official um you know uh house decorations created by the community and it might be all sponsored in the future which to me would make these absolutely great
2: yeah and you got that or you could be everybody's designing their own and it, it's going to be all over the place so this is a rare collection that you can have
1: yeah. So apparently Landmill want won a spot in all, but one of the building ornament categories.
2: Very wow, nice. Very I haven't nice. looked
1: in detail on them. Um, I, I don't know. I knew that they had the contest. I did not realize, like I didn't read that it was going to be published and all this cool stuff. So when I saw that, um, and the registration opens on Friday, the 17th in the morning uh, Pacific time, um, I'm definitely going to register for that. Oh. oh, land for my land. Sorry, not land. Land for my land was the person who had a one in in most of the building categories, which is pretty awesome. He's going to be making some money.
2: Some bank, absolutely. So excited for that. Yeah, the... I'll be
1: buying them. By the way, if you if you buy them, just guaranteed, I'll give you somewhere to two to five X immediately for them. So if you're listening and you're like, and you don't want any yourself, go buy them. And I, and I will buy them immediately from you for a markup.
2: So man, you're not wasting any time with these.
1: No, no, no. I'm very serious. I'm a big Christmas decorations person. Um, So please register in any, if you buy them, and you don't want them. I will. I will buy them as from a profit immediately. So
2: nice. I like that. Yeah. So good luck on that, and uh, hopefully you have a plentiful Christmas ornament decorations for your houses in the metaverse. Um. Yeah, yeah I'll be doing the same. I won't be uh, buying secondary as, as aggressively as you, but I will register and buy as many as I can. And speaking of buying as many as you can, um, the Bronx released, you know, there were a couple stress tests. Uh, It was delayed, but uh, this time it went off pretty smooth. And I would say, yeah,
1: I would say it was pretty smooth.
2: Yeah. So they got it right. They took the time. They got it right. Yeah. We always joke that it's a challenge, but once again the game is continuing to grow I'm seeing more and more ads on it on a lot of different platforms so you're seeing more and more players and uh, they're advertising the NFL PA Legits too in a lot of these ads so you're bringing more sports fans to the metaverse um, which would be interesting with the Bronx release and there wasn't much lag I I didn't have any issues how about yourself (laughs) Um,
1: minor, I would say like I had to like force close my app maybe two or three times during it, but that also is because I just get impatient. Like if things aren't happening super quick, um, overall I would say it's very smooth. My biggest frustration is, is captcha inside the app. Um, but I mean, I didn't have any problems. I was able to mint, um, you know, mint all the things I wanted. I I dropped several million Upex um, in the Bronx. um, And I know we'll talk about it, but I mean, that is almost exclusively um, because of TM, who is, you know, looking to create this Bronx node, um, which we'll talk about with uh, Country Club and Frog's Throat, which sounds like it, an RPG villain uh, neck. or kill move.
2: What? What did you say? It was Throg's neck.
1: Throg's neck. Yeah. Oh, Throg's throat sounds so much more literate.
2: It does, and
1: Throg's, Oh, well, Throg's neck's still pretty cool.
2: It, it is. And the only issue was I, uh, I didn't pre-send. And then, of course, my, it took forever for the two-factor text message to come through, and I had to resend. So I had to sit there for five minutes totaling thumbs, which uh, kind of irritated me, but that was my own stupid move. Um,
1: yeah, so you didn't – because you can manually authenticate. You can sure. just go into the settings and manually authenticate. Yeah,
2: I forgot to turn it off or do a pre-send. So, but. Don't
1: turn it off. It's so Because you know, I had this conversation. So the other cool thing – that uh tm did which i really loved is on um his tna server there was like a live chat um you know outside of like the cafe because i think the cafe gets a bit rowdy for me but it was it was pretty cool it was i think the first time during a Major release that I hung out with a lot of people while we were minting, which was super fun. And again, especially since we were all buying in the same nodes, it was like, "Hey, where's open spots?" And then they, they'd be like, "Over here." And somebody was hunting for TM, like for really large properties, and it was it was really fun. It, it was like it was probably the most fun.
2: So that was fun a-
1: I'd had minting properties since Manhattan. Honestly,
2: we we did do, do that. What? we did record that one episode, um, last year around the holiday time. I can't remember if it was right before Christmas or right after Christmas, but we did the show. We stayed up late on a post show. And then like three hours later, there was a release and a bunch of us got on and talked there too, but nothing to the scale that was going on, on uh TM, the TNA server.
1: Yeah, no, again, like, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I can't remember what really was for but like the last time I really like Manhattan was crazy when they finally opened it like the race to Wall Street damn like that was so much fun yeah uh, but nah. yeah no so it was it was smooth um I minted a couple hundred properties um, in like an hour and I can't believe I cannot believe it sold out. Like, minus, and I'll just put this asterisk. When we say sold out, we mean non-FSA sold out. Um, obviously, FSA is going to take a little while. Um, but, holy crap! I can't believe how quick the Bronx sold out.
2: Yeah. Well, I know the country club, well, my first move was to go to 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, because that is the legend where, uh, the legend has it, that's the birthplace of hip-hop. And Upland was not smart enough to make Bourbon Street a collection in New Orleans, but for some reason they were smart enough to think about the birthplace of hip hop and not release that. So, oh, nah, uh-huh. so 1520 Sedgwick was not released. I'm like, they're really going to make this a landmark or they're going to auction this off, but it has to be. A, I was just dumbfounded. Well, wait,
1: what if it's just an ultra rare?
2: Eh, that could be. That could be, and I knew there was going to be a race to it. There was, there was a handful. Wait, wait, wait.
1: T.M. is that is that a fact? Oh, okay. Sorry, TM TM got me on that one. I built it. I I shouldn't have. I said stupid. (laughs) I feel kind of dumb now. TM put in chat, (laughs) Vanilla Ice is one of Upland's advisors. And I don't know why I didn't go, that's obviously fake. I was like, oh, shit, really? That's so interesting. Oh, no, that was a total troll. That one got me, 100% got me. That's bad
2: that that was good (laughs) i was like i I just ignored that one and you're just and wow you took that one hook line and sinker (laughs) nice but yeah i I was just surprised it it could be an ultra rare too but i'd make that a landmark um as influential as hip-hop has been in uh, the states and across the world so my book, it's a landmark. We'll see if they make it an ultra rare. Um, it would still be a uh, highly sought after.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Now that will be, so, so then where'd you go after that?
2: Then I ran right to country club because I knew that was the smaller of the two uh, targeted neighborhoods that the, uh, the, for the Brooklyn node, or, or I mean the Bronx node. So I jumped right over there to try and mint as many as I can. And um, since I was delayed getting over there, I got about 20-some-odd properties in Country Club. And then it was hard to find properties, a lot of FSAs. So then I just bounced uh, down into Throg's Neck and started minting away.
1: Nice. TM says he's got 63 in CC and 174 in Throg. That. I don't know what my numbers are. I guess I could go take take a general look,
2: and then foreign city four. island. That's oh nice.
1: man, city island. I no offense, if I would have realized about uh, city island, I probably would have tried to start there and then come over. To, but I'm happy because I got some really. I got waterfront and country club. Oh, I got nice. a big one. Yeah, like 1110 Stadium Avenue, and it's a big one right on. Uh, it's literally called, like, the Aged Woman's Battered Shelter or something. Like There are all these <laughs> ones surrounding this big complex for old, beaten-up women.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I, and by the time I got over to Country Club, all the waterfront was gone. And then by the time I got to Throg, all the waterfront was gone.
1: Right. Somebody... Uh, whoever, like, played ahead and was like, you know what, I'm going to focus on the secondary one, and they probably got a really good, like, all of the uh, the water properties are good. Oh, man, Yankee Stadium would have been a good one, too.
2: Yeah, I figured that was high competition of everybody mm. going around that one. Um,
1: what it I, Yeah, it looks like Recurrier and Franklin both uh, tried to plant their flag around uh, Yankee Stadium, which is smart.
2: Yeah, and Franklin... That's his MO is hitting those big ones. Nice recurry got foreign concourse. And but I, I really like this whole no concept that TM put together. He he got a bunch of players together and they were seasoned players, they were new players, and uh and he and they just said, Hey, they did a vote on it, they picked the neighborhoods to target, and then they put the word out, and even as they were waiting for the release they were talking about, Hey, is anybody in these neighborhoods like hit up some addresses? So as soon as it releases, we can all jump to it minted it, and we can jump there.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty impressive. I wasn't in the discord at the very beginning. Cause like, oh, I don't know. I, I got in a little bit late cause I was on a work call, but yeah, it was crazy.
2: And I was trying to, uh, mint properties and participate in a work meeting myself. So I'm like trying to pay attention to two things at once and messing both of them up pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Looks like I got like uh, 46 in country club and like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, like maybe 80 in throngs. Nice. That's a very good haul. I'm happy with that.
2: Yeah. And let's see here. TM, you you got anything there you want to say about what you put together and how well it was executed and it sold out, and those two neighborhoods sold out in 40 minutes minus the FSAs?
0: Yeah, man. It was an awesome team effort. We got a good group. Me and Jay 10 put our heads together, and we kind of came up with the idea and we were trying to look at areas. We looked at a bunch of different ones and we're like, ah, if that's a, if that's a collection, then we're in trouble. Everybody's going to rush to it. We're not going to get our, you know, we're not going to be able to totally run the price up because the price is going to happen naturally. So, I mean, country clubs possibly going to be a collection because it's a real nice area and Throgsnet could be a blue. Um, But we were worried about them being like ultras or something like that. So we chose those because of the amount of water, and, you know, it's also close to City Island. So we can hop over there and do a little bit and come back. Um, if you look at the VIP chat and uh, I posted a picture of what it looks like, um, what, what I was able to get. And I just went straight there and started mitten like minting like uh, a wild animal. <clears throat> and I got one property in Throg's Neck that's like a $1.2 million, uh up price property. But what, what's going to happen here? is there's a lot of very lucky people that were able to get into this. Um, if, if people want to flip early, they're going to probably have a lot of regrets. Um, this, is, this is the genesis node of TNA. This is the very first one. Um, if you compare it to Upland, it's kind of like San Francisco. It's the very first one we're going to do. It's going to be the most developed over time. Uh, and <clears throat> we have a lot of dedicated players with Spark. <laughs> and we have people it, with other groups that are going to be able to help us Build as well, so it's a concerted effort. Uh, there's more to it than that. Um, some of the things I've been doing before the game, uh, before the node started, uh, is, are going to work perfectly in with what the plan is. So it'll be good, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to open up the cloak too much. Um, but all I got to say is, watch out! It's going to be interesting, and we have a great team, great community. We all meet up, we're all friends, and anybody else that's very serious and wants to get into the next one when the next city opens. Know, feel free to reach out to me on, uh, on discord. So,
2: so what does all that mean for the future of VV?
0: VV, VV is not uh, separate from this. It is not. No. Okay. It all works imperfectly to what I'm doing and I can't say anymore. <laughs>
2: gotcha. Yep.
1: Which works out. Cause we weren't going to ask you any more questions.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> All right, back to, back to you, guy.
1: <laughs> no, thank thanks, again. It was it was really fun. I'm glad that I mean I I was just I aimlessly mint inside of uh, Bronx. I didn't know anything about it, so glad I could be a part of the gen, the TNA Genesis mm-hmm. node.
2: Yeah, and that's what you need to f- seek out in upland to I I think have a long run success to it is mm-hmm. finding that group that's going to develop certain areas. TML talked about it on a few shows back that, you know, it's not about the real world properties of what it is. It's finding that community, finding that group that you're going to work with to develop areas and make it into something to make it sought after because everything's the only thing that's going to reflect in the real world are your sports arenas and your landmarks that are designated throughout the game.
1: Yep. Yep. You know, love him or hate him. I mean, TM has been a force in this game since the moment he came in. And uh, so, I mean, the the team he was able to put together for that, like that's a guarantee, even if they're not collections, like that's why in my mind I'm like, okay, I, the reason I would go hard on that versus trying to say find even ultra rares is I know that the the teams that TM puts together – create neighborhoods that drive value mostly because he's insane and just continues to buy up the floor whenever he gets bored, which I love. Um, but then also because again, it, it gets a lot of exposure and people want to get into those neighborhoods. So you're always going to make money, even if you don't necessarily want to be hardcore part of the project um, it's, it's guaranteed like money so far, so
2: I mean, look at what he did with Rutherford. He's been talking about it for weeks, and the floor's now fifty k to get in there.
1: Shut up! It's at fifty k.
2: Yeah, it, it's hovering right there. You know, <laughs> wasn't
1: it just like twenty last week? <laughs> something
2: like that. But you, you know, people will come in and undercut it a little, but those get scooped up really quickly.
1: Damn, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: So I mean, you got you got your people that say hey you know I'm, I'm still selling this at four five six x and it's below the floor but it gets scooped up they make their profit they move on and they flip something else so a lot of a uh, lot of opportunity out there you just gotta follow follow the trends get into some good servers make connections um will be a lot more profitable working together with each other than just trying to roll by yourself
1: yeah, this is, I mean, this is nowhere near a single player game. Like, I'm sub- I just always am surprised and I think fascinated by the idea that there's lots of players out there that have never joined Discord, who have never listened to a podcast, seen any of the YouTube content, like, that are just, like, playing this game in a silo. Like, that would be the weirdest thing ever. This game, like, I don't get it.
2: And there's but, a lot of them.
1: Yeah, like, we're not just talking, like, a small percent. Like, there has to be because there's not that many people on Discord.
2: <laughs> no, and there's so many extra servers now that are in special niches of upland. It's just hard to keep up with anything. I'm just like, uh, where do you start? You know, before I would get up in the morning and you could read through, you know, the upland server, the, uh, upland fan server at the time, and you could get caught up pretty quickly. Now you're just like, it's just every, there's so much everywhere. And so many, yeah. pl- and so many players still not participating. Um, so
1: yeah yeah it's 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 nuts but hey it is what it is
2: yeah so on to anything else about the bronx release you wanna
1: oh oh yes thank you actually i do there's one final thought so after all the all the excitement of the two nodes wore down we uh, you know just talking and chat about other things and then someone is like we were talking about uh oh the fact that Bronx is going to sell out and Chicago suddenly sold out. And I was like, oh, really? And they're like, no. And then obviously, and then Nashville came up and we talked about Nashville. I was like, oh, that's not out. They're like, no, you can even get purple collections there. And I'm like, wait, what? Sure as hell, there's a purple collection available with Mint for 1.5x return, just unminted, just sitting <laughs> like, what? Wow. So, immediately Dizzy and I get on a plane with our leftover money. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who the hell is up here minting in the Bronx for maybe some return when you have a guaranteed 1.5 X multiplier sitting unminted in Nashville.
2: So did you and Dizzy buy that out?
1: Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, I just went down and bought like, uh, three big properties. Um, to max out the bonus I'm there would be, it's not, um, it will be like valuable from a resale perspective after it sells out, but likely not by much. So like it's, uh, it's one of those things where I just go, if you had, uh, you know, we go back to that, what would you invest? a thousand do, if I had a I'd probably just go buy, Three properties in that collection give me one point five x to start my base. Like it's crazy that that's just sitting there unminted. But whatever. Yeah, that's I, yeah. Actually, and all the blue collections are still open. So I like grabbed a full set of everything because why not?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you were to tell me. I didn't pay that much attention to Nashville, but to find out that there's just those kind of returns sitting there. And and that's the strategy there. If you can afford it on something that even gives you a 1.5% return, you got to grab it. The biggest properties you can afford to maximize the bonus. It's just not grabbing the three small, the three smallest ones you can get.
1: Yeah. That's not really good. That's not going to boost your, you know, your revenue or anything. But yeah, I mean, if if you had if you had a, I think Disney ended up probably dropping three. I think there was uh, several that were over a million X a apiece. And, and again, I mean that that one point five x is uh, a significant return. And I mean, it, it essentially guarantees you value of your property because you're going to earn that bonus interest. And down the line, if you ever did want to liquidate it, there's no way that you're not going to be able to sell it for over mint. Um, you know, obviously, once the uh, once the neighborhood sells out, which hopefully won't be too long, but dang,
2: yeah. Uh oh, TM's got Ben sixty eight all spun up in chat.
1: No, it it's Frank Franklin got oh, Franklin. Sorry,
2: <laughs> usually it's TM.
1: Franklin is stirring the pot with Ben sixty eight.
2: Yeah, but. Midtown Terrace, you know, three hundred K floor. That's that's pretty solid out there in San Francisco. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh Wait,
1: what's the floor in Alamo Square?
2: Alamo Square is three point two million.
1: <laughs> that's so ridiculous. So the
2: one point nine million property that we talked about last week sold.
1: No, it did not sell. Yeah. Who paid one point nine million to get into Alamo Square?
2: Hold on. Did it sell? I'm verifying. No, it did not sell. Somebody just jumped their price. That's all.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to give that person, like, honorary mayor for the day award.
2: Hold on. Maybe. Hold on. Let me. uh... Oh, I was in the wrong spot. Maybe it did sell.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The drama. Yeah. The anticipation.
2: Yeah. I just pulled up the wrong stuff but yeah right now it's three million to get into alamo square which is crazy
1: <laughs> i love it
2: and then there's your troll for up x world man franklin's just on troll central Franklin.
1: Today. <laughs> yeah who <laughs> pissed your weedies this morning
2: <laughs>
1: full troll mode
2: yeah oh that's nice there was 1172 fell street you could make it for 2970 OPEX yeah okay. so the most expensive one sold was 1.5 million so either they pulled the 1.9 down or they cut the price I didn't pay it oh it was a painted lady that was 1.5 million so
1: oh my god yeah. Oh, can you imagine getting to buy a painted lady for one point five right now? <laughs> right. Right.
2: That is just crazy. But anyway, moving on from uh moving on from the Bronx and the if you want collections, definitely go to Nashville. They're available.
1: Yeah. Like I thought it was crazy. I was just like, okay, cool, I'll just mint some of these big ass properties. Plus, like your price per per up square down there is pretty reasonable. So, um, I mean, I think like that's another benefit, something to think about. Uh, these warehouses, like if you're going to be a major distributor of of uh, NFTs and things, you're going to need warehouse space and stuff like that. So, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna start thinking about that, making sure that I have at least uh, one or two major areas I can build a warehouse in to be able to distribute goods uh, across the map
2: yeah that makes uh makes a lot of sense there yeah so yeah
1: i was quite surprised like i'm like why why is everyone sleeping on nashville all of a sudden like i can't believe like all the money that went into the bronx like when nashville is still so unminted and i guess like the only thing i think of is like Is that the, you know, the New York effect? Like I must say for as much grief as I give New York and it's still not as good as San Francisco, but I mean, it is, there's a lot of excitement and money that is, is like really pumped in. I mean, the Bronx is a perfect example.
2: Yeah. That's it's the New York effect.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's all there is to it. It's the New York effect. So today, uh, we done with the Bronx? Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. That's all right. That all right. Was, yeah, I just wanted to bring like, hey, don't be sad that the Bronx is sold out. Go get your purple collection today. <laughs> like, it's sitting there.
2: Yeah. That's outstanding. I might have to catch a plane now. Right? Yeah. Uh, today, the... NFLPA Memento Primary Marketplace went live in Kansas City before the uh, Thursday night football game. Um, there was a early sale, a limited sale, and an unlimited sale, uh, and the you had to register and you got your number in line just like all the other queues. Uh, and I do like what they're doing here with the with the three phases. Um, the pre-registered players receive a notification when it's their turn to check in at the stadium and you can mint one memento for the team that you previously registered for and um, other players that registered can be minting at the same time. So you got to be quick on the trigger there if, if you're going after somebody. Um, and then after the early sale, they had the limited sale, which allowed all users to mint any mementos from either team that were not minted during the early sale. And during the limited sale, there was a five minute cooldown that was applied after each purchase to prevent anybody from just going crazy and killing the whole inventory. And then you had the unlimited sale, which allows anybody in to pick up any unminted mementos from either team without any uh, applied cooldowns for up to 48 hours after the game. Now, so that was pretty cool. And what they're doing going forward. So if you ended up as one of the top hundred players that registered for a team and you got in and you were able to buy one of the elite players for the team, you're going to have a fan score penalty for the next four games for that team. And that prevents people from just going in each and every time and getting lucky and buying the top tier people each and every time. Oh,
1: that's interesting. That's That's a, Is it a major? I guess it would have to be a major penalty then, right? Like, it's not just like a 10% well, minus. It's like a 90% minus.
2: Yeah, it just says that you'll have a decreased adjusted fan score the next time you attempt to register for any of the next four games for that same team. So, oh. And if if you are selected among the top 100 before the penalty expires, the fan score penalty will stack. So you get a double whammy.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: But the uh, but the pricing um, that was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So tell me about that. I didn't. So I didn't even register because I knew like you had to like travel to the stadium. I don't even know these teams. I wouldn't know what anything would be worth. So
2: yeah. Um, they did have the they had some interesting prices to say say the least. Uh, I had a couple of discussions about it and the so there was a game ball and a game ball was for the winning team but it was posted in both team stores and it was for 800,000
1: Oh, that it was for how much
2: 800,000 up
1: 800,000 up holy yes.
2: moly yes <laughs> so
1: wait wait no so now do you so do you get a penalty? Okay, so let's say it's your te- your team loses and you get the opponent. You buy the game ball. Your opponent's team wins. Which who do you get a penalty for? Do you get a penalty for the other team, or do you get a penalty for yourself?
2: I don't know how the uh, I don't know how the game ball works because the game ball there's only one game ball, but they posted it in both doors. It's first come first serve, but. You, they wanted to give you an opportunity if, you know, you only registered for the Chargers, you had an opportunity to get the game ball. Or if you only registered for KC, um, you get the game ball. But yeah. they had um, some interesting prices. Of course, your elite players were the most expensive. Um, I think 180000 for a jersey or... T M. What did you pay for Tyree Kill's jersey? I paid uh, three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Okay.
0: Three hundred. Oh, those like $180,000 one eighty. Doesn't yeah. sound too
2: bad. Three hundred. Yeah, for the right, elite cool. players, three hundred. Um, I know somebody bought the Justin Herbert one of one for six hundred thousand. And uh, so it was pricey for the elite players. But
1: What about the game ball? Do you think the game ball was priced correctly?
2: I think the game ball is definitely priced cor- correctly at $800,000. Um, because they're one of ones each week. But here's the thing. You're, you're paying. Let's hear. My, my first complaint is somebody like. Uh, so there's a guard for the Los Angeles Chargers. His name okay. is Matt Filius filler feeler and he was undrafted he's played for three different football teams and yet they wanted a hundred and uh eighty thousand for his jersey he's an offensive okay. lineman so i got to pay 180 dollars us dollars if you convert it for an offensive lineman that's pretty mediocre because if you were to look at the uh Pro football stats on on the individual um, pretty much sucks. <laughs> well, he so does. he's
1: not he's not even good at his job. So you're saying he's got a job as a professional, but he's really he's not really good at it. Uh,
2: he, he's middle of the road. I mean, he's allowed uh, a lot of pressures, a lot of hits on. He's allowed four sacks throughout the season, so it, it's not bad. But he's not the greatest interior lineman. But here's the thing: this is four week. For this week, so next uh-huh. week is Tyreek Hill's jersey going to be six hundred thousand upex again? Now, how many? And you're going to create a one of one for all these people in the Momentos for all eight or seventeen weeks that they play, and then the postseason. So, I mean, you're you're going into but they're one
1: of ones though.
2: But you're going into the Pantan or uh, Panini um, Panini trading cards with their Blitz app, where they have. A bajillion one-of-ones. They don't even sell for $600 a a pop. Um, It's just, if it was one-of-one and there were no more of them, I can understand that. But you're going to have these each and every week for 17 weeks, and then if the team makes the playoffs. So I I really think from a collector standpoint, they're overpriced. Uh, But we haven't seen the full function. This is the first week of it. This is the first experience with it, but I it's hard to believe that you're going to have to spend 600,000 upex on the elite players each and every week.
1: Wait, no, it's 300.
2: Or sorry, 300,000. Uh Thanks. Justin Herbert was 600,000.
1: Why? How can it be that much more though? That doesn't make any sense.
2: Uh, I don't know. I'll ask the person if they misquoted it, but
1: Yeah, they it sounds like they made that up.
2: Uh, I doubt this person makes stuff up. He's because spent-
1: the game ball, if the game ball is eight hundred, there's no way that the jersey or whatever is going to be six hundred. Yeah, there's there's just no way.
2: But now there were there was pricing of forty thousand X, but the guy's never going to see the field. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure what uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey was because by the time I got in there he was already sold. Oh yeah. But but still from a from a week to week that's just a lot of it's a lot of up to dump each and every week. Now you you do have the possibilities of people coming out and getting autographs on it and you do have the possibility of you know them the individual going off that game which will put fire next to the stats on the memento which would increase the value but damn it's just it it, the price is pretty steep for the first week and i don't know if it's the first week or what
1: but i mean what wouldn't track like who cares because they're setting the floor right like so that's the floor. The, these cost one hundred and thirty thousand. This is what it costs. Like if they lower, if they lower it to ten thousand, keep it 101, then like, why? Who cares? Then because it's not, it's not enough money for people to care about. I don't think that they're expecting every memento to sell every week. Because the thing is, if it doesn't, it gets burnt, which then is a whole thing of like, wait, this player's never had a memento done of them this year that that tackle that you're talking about the guard whatever like at the end of the year because no one's picked him you could get the last memento and be the only person to have a memento from that player from that year like that's pretty insane
2: but he's still a guard
1: i mean one of one of one is pretty good
2: but he's still a guard
1: yeah i mean that's fair i mean that's I would pay a hundred and whatever thirty thousand upex to have this guard's only memento for the season
2: and I'd be very interested to see how they get the fire next to their stats for a game I mean
1: they walk through that at some point, yeah, it's like a combination of like they do uh the player's average plus the um leagues average and then if they perform above that then it becomes fire game fire as if they win by more than 10 points or something yeah that's that's the gist of it
2: yeah so i i don't know i personally i think they're overpriced right now I, we'll see how they perform over the next couple of weeks uh, you got 32 but what's teams. your
1: concern about them being overpriced that they're not going to sell.
2: Well, that gives you the more scarcity if they're not selling. I'm just saying. Exactly. That, I'm just saying that for for their function and for what they are right now, I from a collector standpoint, I just I don't see the value.
1: That's interesting. I like that they priced them high because I don't want them to sell out every week. I don't want it. I want people to have to make that decision of like, are you actually, do you really want this memento from this player? Like, I like that. It isn't just like, Oh, let's just go in and grab one because it's going to be instant profit. Like uh, I think it's again, then again, the less people that mint, the more valuable that could become in theory. So.
2: And Kurt recurs, got a good question. What if you price out too much of your base player and everybody's just like, "eh, not doing this anymore.
1: <laughs> I think because it's Upex and not money, you're going to have enough players that do, you can't tell me that, uh, dizzy and them don't earn that amount of money in a week. Like they wouldn't even, they could just use their interest profit to go buy superstars every week if they want it. Like, the, the fact that it's Upex is an Upex sink. That's the whole purpose of it is so that way players who get millions of dollars in profit or sell properties have other things to buy besides buying up all the properties from the new players. Like I'm sure, you know, I don't want to speak for other players like TM, but I know I put a lot into the NFL PA and all this other crap that ended up not going into um, buying more properties.
2: Yeah, I guess before I sink a lot of my opex in there, I just got to wait to see how they play out. Yeah. What other, I know you weren't able to take part in it today. What, what other questions did you have or interest you had about this process today?
1: So, okay, so you get, in queue and you go into the interface and it's a, and you can like see who's still available like what's sold yeah now how long do you have to choose like because obviously you're put on you got to be put on some kind of timer
2: once you get once your time is up for you out of the queue you it you have unlimited time in there. You're allowed to make one purchase on the early sale. So, oh, it's
1: unlimited time in the, I thought it was like, but you can only you make had, one
2: purchase and other people are making purchases at that time too.
1: Oh, so if you're like, Hmm, like I can't decide between these two players and uh, then somebody might just make that choice for you.
2: Yes. So you got to go in with a plan and know who you want to buy.
1: Gotcha. <clears throat> and the backup it sounds like probably so like you need to have like your top five and just be ready
2: yeah and then just don't debate like this is one two three four five and just start looking and going
1: yep oh well that's kind of cool and it's all Upex, so I, I like that I like the more things that are like this whole holiday the holiday decorations you can buy with Upex. like that's what I want Um, I want to see more of
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know that's something we did talk about here that we wanted to see um, the ability. I, I still think it would be nice to have the ability if you want to pay in fiat, crypto, or up X, but I understand the complications to it too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's not that hard to convert. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I see the other side of like, well, I don't want to commit to putting in five grand worth of up X if I can't get what I want, but you know, it's one of those things that's just like, it's easy enough to get up X directly in the store and interface. Yeah. For fiat or currency.
2: Yeah. Here you go. I found a picture in discord. So that's, you can scroll through. Well, not this picture, but you know, you can scroll through
1: oh.
2: and that's what okay. It looks like. So
1: it's like, you got like a picture of the hat, then you got a picture of the player looking real awkward in their generic blue, like non-brand. Oh, that's just the color of the team.
2: Yeah, that's the but like. It's color. not their
1: jersey, so like, you're, are you not allowed to show the player in the jersey because it has other logos on it?
2: Not sure now. You know you can't show the logos because it's not NFL sanctioned. It's NFLPA, so you yeah, can't yes, use exactly, the logos. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So like that's what's funny because I'm like now they're just wearing like generic blue shirts, like because they can't wear their jerseys.
2: It's the color of the teams. You just can't have the logos.
1: Yeah. Weird. Uh, weird distinction. I mean, obviously the logos are are protected or whatever, but like from a copyright standpoint like having like, the name of the team and the, like, the name of the city and the colors, it's like, well, obviously we know who you're talking about.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Ah, yeah, whatever. Uh, hopefully it evolves. I mean, think of how interesting it would be if, like, in a season or two, the NFL teams up with the NFLPA on this and the legits evolve to be, you know, full, um, you know, team, et cetera. And then think of of these first iterations. They are kind of like, you know, I would think of them like old trading cards with like a different format that you're like, oh, man, remember when it was just this? How crazy. Like, I think that would, uh, you know, put them into a special spot for collectors.
2: I can see that.
1: I mean, that's. I hope so. I hope that, you know, Upland and the and the NFL PA team like can show some really good results and get the NFL proper uh, in on it. I think that that would really boost this uh, to the next level.
2: Absolutely. You get that endorsement and uh, it will really take off.
1: Yeah. I mean that like that and don't get me wrong. NFL PA is a fantastic start. I think we're going to get a lot of, um, big marketing opportunities out of it, uh, so you know kudos to the team. But damn, if that if they can convert the full NFL, whew, that's big leagues. That's next. it's next level.
2: That's huge. Yeah. Now we've had all this excitement going on. What what's your plans next in Upland? <sighs>
1: You know what? I'm buying block explorers. That's what I'm doing. I'm buying block explorers and probably and Christmas decorations. That's that's all I'm doing next.
2: How many block explorers have you made purchased so far?
1: Only oh, like uh, maybe five or ten. Not a lot yet. I'm still ramping up. Uh, I definitely want to put together. I'm very passionate about block explorers, and so I mean, I did a pricing guide. Years ago, at this point, uh, for like the original game of San Francisco, I'm thinking of putting together a pricing guide um, for block explorers based on what I've been paying and what I think they're worth, um, which is between fifty and a hundred thousand for most of of the block explorers. That's what I've been paying. Okay, which I think is fair. So it's like I usually pay in the fifty to seventy-five thousand range for. Uh, ones that have like over 500 mint, Um, so like the more mint out there, the obviously the less value. So and then there's a couple exceptions on like um, collections and things, but that's a good good um, kind of thing. I've been paying like any of the wizards are worth probably about 100k. Um, I think that they're super cool. I have to look into if there's any rare ones. Obviously, things like um, first mint, last mint, split mint, which I think is so fun. Um, Obviously, those numbers will vary pretty greatly as uh, those will be sought after more.
2: Yeah, that was... The split mint should be fun. So is that your new kind of target thing or you, you just like them all?
1: No, I mean, I'm... I can't decide if I care about my Mint numbers on the Block Explorers. I guess to some degree I do, um, depending on what they are. Uh, I would say, from a value perspective, First Mint is always the most valuable, uh, probably by an order of, I want to say almost 2x, honestly, because I think I would pay twice as much for a First Mint. Um, I, I wouldn't pay like... 5X for a first mint. I don't think it's worth that um, right now. And then then the last mint. I think the last mint is more valuable than split mint just because split mint is kind of janky. (laughs) And sometimes a collection, I think, can have two split mints um, if it's like an even split. So I would say first mint, last mint, split mint, in that order of uh, additional value. Beyond the
2: uh, the base, that's a nice breakdown. Thank you for that.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm really into. I'm really getting into the block explorer idea. Like it's unfortunately like, and I, I guess I'll talk about it because whatever. But you know you can't obviously buy and sell block explorer, so you have to do the like. I've been trading the. I found a purpose for all of those um, Halloween uh, legits <laughs> that seem to be essentially paperweights. However, they make great burners when you're trading. So here you go. Here's your skelly blue, uh, Halloween legit, uh, for your block explorer. And then, uh, you know, go buy a, a burner property, you know, the traditional way. Right. Which has been, which has been fun. And actually for the first time, and I, this is, I probably need to be careful on this. I normally don't do this, but the player, I guess, didn't have a burner property. Um, so he like, I bought the property and then I sold it back to him for like a dollar or whatever. Cause I set the, the purchase price to like zero or like, uh, you know, your offer down to zero. Right. Um, which I was like, I'd never done that before. And I didn't, I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, But that felt a little weird. Like from a, I would imagine that those transactions would be very odd to the team.
2: Yeah. And you just killed his net worth too, by having him buy it back for a dollar. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i didn't even think of that <laughs> i mean it was still only like a two or three thousand up X property okay which is why i thought it was a burner but then he's like no can i buy it back now <laughs> I'm like what sure
2: <laughs> nice and uh for the people that are unfamiliar with with that terminology what is the splitment?
1: Oh, uh, split mint is uh, the mint in the middle. So if it was 1 to 100, it would be 50, um, et cetera. So it's the the mint in the very middle. But where it gets weird is like if it's 1 to, say, 99, then your split mint would be 48, 49. And so I think you actually get two split mints in an odd-numbered Series, so that's why I think split mint, and it's it's kind of proprietary to Upland. No one else really outside of the Upland NFT world that I've seen honors a split mint, uh, but it's super fun. I think.
2: Yeah, that's the first <laughs> time I saw a split mint.
1: Oh, Ben Ben sixty eight's got a pricing question on four or five, four of five zombie from Halloween twenty twenty. Wonder what it's worth. Um, I would evaluate it somewhere. I would value it somewhere between 250,000 and 300,000, um, is what I would value that at.
2: It's like that antique show you see on TV where people bring their stuff in and you give them a fair price.
1: Oh yeah. I do this all day. (laughs) Do a mini segment. You, if you have a a rare or interesting, uh, block explorer and you want to price it out. Come on to the show, and uh, we'll do it live.
2: Yeah. All right, what else do you have for our listeners this evening?
1: Nothing, man. That was like a whole episode just about Upland.
2: Yeah. That's incredible. Ooh. So now I got to ruin it. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> no, you, no, you're not talking about Fantasy League. Close it down.
2: Well, we, we still got that, but uh interesting article oh. I came across, though, is... Oh, <laughs> Michael Michael Jordan and his son launches the air platform built on uh, Solana's blockchain. Whoa! So him and his uh, son, and, and I like how they they have it Air, so H E I R, but it also you know it kind of sounds like heirs for Air Jordan, and then he's with oh. with it with his son, and it's in his son's the heir to his his family. So nice play on words there. But uh, this isn't uh, Michael Jordan's first uh, venture into blockchain and NFTs because he was part of the $305 million fundraising in Top Shot and, uh, and the $105 million Series C for uh, Mythical Games. He's been uh, he's been getting more and more into it. Uh, the $10 million was led by Thrive Capital and... They also had Bulls player Alonzo Ball and New York New York Knicks executive vice president William Wesley also help in raising this $10 million, being part of the investors of it. So it will be pretty interesting, and it's uh, designed to connect athletes with their supporters and will feature the AIR token minted on the blockchain and will showcase NFT assets along with community buildings, features that allow fans to join the limited capacity huddles for exclusive access. access. So that would be pretty cool.
1: Mm, wow, that sounds like a spicy meatball.
2: Yeah, and uh, they also had uh, they also had um, the former Nike brand uh, manager Jerron Smith uh, joining the team too. They have did I say LaMelo? I swear I said Mello. or er, you no, know. he's
1: just saying well, Lonzo is no Lamelo.
2: Oh, Alonzo is no. Sorry, I just glanced. I read it
1: the same way the first time.
2: Yeah, he is not no Lamelo. I agree, but but still,
1: what about is he lemon jello?
2: Ooh, tough call.
1: <laughs> I want some lemon jello.
2: <laughs> so, to the Upland Fantasy League, really quickly. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's better upland. We were we, almost done. We we met through upland. Uh real quick rundown. I beat Sparkles, China Cats beat Dizzy Deuces, T. Davis lost to Clyde Torres, who's been on a winning streak. Look at that from from a losing record to tie to five hundred right now. Thank me later. You're still slumming it. Lost to Mars, Utah. Max Lifer 69ers. Was the result of the biggest blowout of the week to Franklin Bombers, 142 to 90. And Nishirin barely lost to DJ Shorts' team, Pain Hurts, 128 to 121. Uh, we do have...
1: Wait, is it over? Are no, we done with it?
2: we are not done with it. This is the last week before the playoffs. Another week? <laughs> And then the playoffs. I'm
1: so mad. If I, if I would have switched the one player, I would have won. That damn guy got 30 points. <laughs> but he was injured, and I thought he was still injured. But then he's like, no, I'm not injured. And I'm going to get a record-breaking game. Damn you.
2: Yeah. So currently, myself, T. Davis, and Troyna Katz have all clinched the – a playoff position four teams make it and you have and max leiser Payne, hurts franklin bombers and mars utah and clyde torres all fighting for the last playoff position in the last week so it will come down to the wire uh be interesting to see who finishes in that fourth place and this week we do have myself going against t davis choyna going against sparkles Dizzy going against Payne Hurts, Clyde Torres going against Thank Me Later, Mars Utah and Max Life 69ers, and Nishirin and Franklin Bombers. So it will be a fun, fun battle. All
1: right, now I'm done. How many make the final? Six? Four. Four. Oh, four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this isn't the Damn. NBA here, folks, where like half the team makes the playoffs. <laughs> But, anyway, um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Upex Podcast, And, do thank my daughter for doing the intro. That made her happy. And, thank me later, we'll give 100,000. That was so awesome. 100,000 Upex. No fr- one's
1: listening at this point. You started talking about that other, the nonsense. Go ahead, tell them about the other 100,000, because they're still listening.
2: <laughs> thank, thank me later, we'll Pay 100000 up UPEX to the first person to leave a comment on any platform uh, saying that you really enjoyed the introduction by my daughter. And we'll get that paid out next episode. Other than that, everybody be safe. Enjoy your NFL legits and talk to you next week.
1: It's the Opix podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host. Thank me later. And you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic. In welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way, and the door hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking.